just like the Seahawks passing on the goal line when you've got Marshawn Lynch right there. That basically sums up Season 5 of The Seven Deadly Sins, and we're going to talk about it this week on Shonen and Suds. Yeah. How you doing, bud? <laughs> I think only the second half of that one picked up, but... Oh, I, I'm doing okay. Good. I'm getting too too high for the mic. I know you're hitting the, the the pitches that no one else in the world has hit before. Uh, but I'm doing I'm like good. Mariah Carey and Freddie Mercury all rolled into one. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing well, Chris. How are you? Oh, I can't complain, man. Other than having to slog through yet more seven deadly sins. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the first three episodes I thought were okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because there was like some backstory and like, you know, kind of bringing us back up to pace, albeit kind of in a mm-hmm. not great recap. Like Netflix usually has some pretty good recaps on most of their shows, and mm-hmm. I don't know what happened with this one. It was like they just forgot to explain what was happening, and we just pick up. And I'm like, I know Bond's in purgatory looking for Meliodas, and mm-hmm. that's literally all I remembered from the show. Yeah, I mean that's that that is about it. But I'm um, like this. This half, I guess, of season five is all, I don't know, I felt it was all over the place, and I think because I I was so far detached, because season four is so bad, and to be fair, season three and the movie and season two are all equally as bad, (laughs) that, like, I feel like the it, like when when you start season five and they're like here's where we're at and you're just like well if you say so whatever man let's yeah. let's just get through it yeah I was just you know, going with the motions pretty much very much very very much um now that's not to say that there weren't some redeeming qualities and but we'll get into all that you know Cody sometimes we get to rambling and we just put the cart before the horse but of course welcome to Shonen and Suds I'm your host Chris Adams. And I am Cody Snodgrass. And as we said, and as we've bitched about since we started talking, we are covering what I guess is the first half of Season 5 of Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. It looks like it's fully... <laughs> it's fully... <laughs> oh, why? Well, it's fully out in Japan. I guess Netflix is taking ages to, to dub it and sub it over here. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, they're not a company like Funimation or Crunchyroll that are, like, built to, you mm-hmm. know, as soon as it airs, they have the dub and the sub up, like, you know, immediately. Uh, Netflix yep. obviously has a lot on their plate. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm giving them any any excuses here, Chris, because they still didn't go through the English and fix the, the dubbing or the subtitles on the dubs, but... Oh, yeah. Whatever, you know. Uh yeah, that's a, that 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 word whatever just kind of sums up exactly what we're going to be getting into. Yeah. And then of course, um let's see. It looks like they're it's expected to come out September or October of 2021. Okay. Not not looking forward to that, but of course we we finish our plate here at Chonin and Sud. Um, yes, we do begrudgingly, even if it's lima beans and God knows I hate lima beans. Yeah. And then of course we do have the let me see if I can find the title to this shitty movie. Okay. Seven Deadly Sins, Cursed by Light. I'm sure that'll be <sighs> following up the second half of Season 5 slash Season 4, because if you remember, Chris, this is the show where some people don't count the second season as the second season. I, yeah. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> like, yep. 
after the second season, it just died. So yeah. yeah, as far as I'm concerned, like anything after the first season just doesn't matter. Just doesn't matter. Um, because it just I, I've never seen I've never seen an anime blow their wad just so much in one season, and then the rest of it just tanks. I uh, so I don't know. Maybe maybe Cody. Maybe this is some sort of cosmic preparation. You know, making me watch an amazing first season going into terrible other seasons to prepare me for the disappointment for uh, Promised Neverland season two. Is that <laughs> what this is? That may, may, maybe that's what this is. Some sort of deep rooted cosmic preparation. I'm starting to think Promised Neverland season two just can't be worse than Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. So maybe maybe I'll be okay. Yeah, but I, think I wouldn't have known that until I slogged through all of this. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Chris, when we, after we do our year episode, maybe like Promise Neverland will drop on Netflix, and we can just see how bad that is immediately after this. But oh man, for now we are we are slogging through these twelve episodes. And Chris, uh, I, I am I am quite parched from doing all this talking about. Uh, oh, I need a stiff drink. I'll tell you that right now. All righty, Chris. So you want to ask it, or shall I? Well, you know what, Cody. It, you know what? I'm feeling froggy. I need to know, and the people need to know, what are you drinking? Ooh, good crack. All right, Chris. Well, I found something special mm-hmm. I didn't know existed. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know about this one, um, but you know, since the move, we got a we got the old alcohol or uh, liquor store. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Across the street, this is a new place. It's not. We got the Seven Eleven, but when there's a liquor store, they they they're always gonna have a better selection of Tall Boys and you know, pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found the third flavor of Natural Light Seltzer. Whoa, the 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 elusive third flavor, huh? That is right. So we've had Aloha Beaches, and we've had um, the Catalina Lime Mixer. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. And this one is called House Rules. Uh, and it looks like okay. it's strawberry and kiwi. All right, let me, let me read the description on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So it's house rules when strawberry and kiwi call the shots. Hell yeah. Man, and how it, is it? It is not as good as the uh, Catalina Lime Mixer, but it's oh, not bad. There, there isn't much that is, truthfully. Yeah, it's, it's that's probably the greatest seltzer of all time. Um, yeah. But this is pretty good. It's not, it's not, as, uh, not as sweet, I would say. Which, It'll you get know, you drunk, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it's got... Let me spin this can around. <laughs> we got 6%, 25 ounces. Ooh-wee. Oh, But that is refreshing, Chris. Yeah, like I said, the flavor isn't as strong. Mm-hmm. Um, could use a little bit more sweetness, but... Mm-hmm. You know, it's a seltzer. You're, you're getting a little bit of TV static in there. Um, yeah, that's all right. What about you, Chris? What are you drinking? Well, you know, I'm going local today. Um, I've already cracked mine. Just the, the thought of having to discuss more Seven Deadly Sins has already got me about half a bottle deep. But <laughs> I, I'm going local today. I'm doing a Blue Mountain Full Nelson Pale Ale. Uh, Blue Mountain's a brewery in Virginia. It's up in the mountains, up in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Um, really, really popular. And their Full Nelson Pale Ale is basically a, a, a simple American pale ale. If you've ever had uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, that's probably the most universal comparison. Um, but I think this one just tastes a little bit cleaner. I mean, it definitely has that nice, you know, nice kind of resiny hop aroma, um, nice malty finish, but a nice bitter hop front note. It's very, very well balanced. Um, 
one of my favorite go-to pale ales. And maybe I'm a little biased because it's local. But I do think um, as far as, you know, if you're if you're out somewhere and, you know, you know, I know a lot of, like me, when I travel, Cody, I like to try the the food and drink of the area. So I guess I told you all that to say this, that if you're in Virginia and you find yourself in the Blue Ridge Mountains, grab yourself anything from Blue Mountain is fantastic. But they're Full Nelson. Um, the reason it's called Full Nelson, they're actually in Nelson County, um, hence the name. But very, very solid pale ale. One of my favorites. And I need something delicious and refreshing to get through this bullshit. So here we are. <laughs> I, I love the name Full Nelson, Chris. Any Any wrestling fan would, you know? Oh, absolutely. And that was actually back when I had first had it damn near 10, 15 years ago at this point was uh, I was like, I really like the name. All I could do was picture somebody being strapped into a full Nelson after a, the master lock or depending yeah. on what you want to call it. Absolutely. Yeah. And actually, I do have a little bit of beer news, Chris. Um, oh, yeah. When I saw this at the store, I, I instantly looked up like more natural light seltzer flavors to see if there was uh -huh. any more. Um which obviously I know they have the new Natter Day flavor, which I think is oh, like... Oh, I love Natter Days. I think the new flavor is like pineapple lemonade. Um, uh-huh. So there's that, which I saw that in stores, but they only sell it by the 30-pack, which is... Oh, that's a lot of that's a lot of lemonade. Yeah, it's like, you know, what if the first one... Like, what if it's bad? Like, and then you got to champ oh, through the rest. Oh, no. Um, kind of like Seven Deadly Sins. <laughs> fucking right. <laughs> um, but no, there's Natural Light Sour Seltzer. Oh. Let me read off a couple of these names here. There's four different flavors. Of course, it's in the Ooh. variety pack. Um, 6% alcohol. First up, we got Sour Watermelon. The name is uh -huh. Rind and Dined. Like Rind. Oh. <laughs> and we have uh, No Capple, which is Sour Green Apple. Uh -huh. We have Razzle Dazzle, which is Blue Raspberry. That's like the old Razzle Dazzle. Dude, I know. And then Slice for what? Which slice for what is like a play on the the Drake song "Nice for What"? Um, uh huh. And it looks like that's like a sour lemon or a sour lemonade. They're so, so unapologetic. I love it, dude. I'm gonna have to go out and and find this thing because uh, scour the globe for these wonderful seltzers. Well, and I'm sure it shouldn't be too hard to find. I mean, it's not like Bushlight Apple, which is like I mean, I don't know if you guys even have it out there, but Bushlight Apple uh, is like I liquid gold. <laughs> In, really? In Missouri, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Bush Light Apple? Oh, yeah. It's like a, like an apple like an apple cider Bush Light. It's actually really good. Really? Yeah, it's actually surprisingly good and extremely popular. Look, and, I, I fucks with Bush Light. Whenever, when, I, when, I was, uh, when I was broke and I needed some alcohol to put out the fire, man, Bush Light or Keystone Light was the go-to. Oh, yeah. Bush Light has gotten me through some, some, some good times. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and Bushlight Apple's good. It, I think it came out last year, and it usually comes out around you know like all and like you know pumpkin patch seasons, all 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 your typical like. Uh, oh, I know pumpkin all, patch. Season. All your all your fall activities it goes great with a Bushlight Apple. Um, so I'll probably pick Ooh. that up. But it was kind of like the same as the the new Natterday flavors. They only had thirty packs, so. Oh man. Need to find some tall boys, but uh, that's enough of talking about drinking. Let's. Get to drinking, Chris. Let's drink about talking. <laughs> that is right. I'm going to take one more swig before we uh, commit to this this literal sin of watching this show. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so, obviously, Seven Deadly Sins, uh, Season 5. Um, it was recently released on Netflix. I mean, what? It, it was, um, I want to say it actually had gotten delayed. 
um, due to COVID, if I'm not mistaken. And we just recently got it, what, like a month ago? Yeah, I want to say it came out like the last weekend or the last week of June. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, the July 13th. So it's it's only been out for a couple weeks. Um, so big spoilers ahead, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Say so if you haven't watched it, good for you. Um, don't. I, <laughs> I just don't. Please don't. You'll be you'll you'll be better off. It's like Cannon Busters. You're not missing anything. I will say this though. You know, I look. I'm about to be. If I can get serious for a minute, Lance Storm. As much as I do not like seasons two through five of Seven Deadly Sins, I can genuinely say I have loved every single intro and every single outro for each season. It's like that's where they put all their focus. Like the intros and outros are great, but to get to the, I get to watch the intro, then I'm like, oh no, eventually the show has to start. And then I'm like, please God, hurry up just so I can hear the outro one more time. So. Like I will say that I, I I cannot take away any marks for having a really good intro and a really good outro. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And even I like the little narrator speech that he gives, and I like the yeah the, I, I the, like that guy's voice. I can have him tell me a story. I guess after like you know eighty episodes, it might get a little old. Um, but mm-hmm. you know Netflix, of course, has us set up for that skip intro button. Uh, if yeah. We, if whenever we get tired of hearing it, um, and of course this one this season does have better animation than. You know, the fabled season four slash three, like mm-hmm. the Escanor Meliodas fight. I haven't seen any like jarring issues in this season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, Chris, I'm just gonna, I'm just ready to dive in, man. <laughs> yeah, just, just, I'll, just I'll, take us home, Cody, because like there, there's, I can truthfully say, like, you know, for 12 episodes, there was a whole lot of nothing happening, truthfully. Like, now I will say this. There was, I don't want to say there wasn't a lot of filler because there was definitely a lot of filler, but it felt like Goku versus Frieza filler, right? Like they're fighting, they're engaged in combat, but like they're just do a whole, they, they're, they're literally explaining everything. And it's like, are you fighting or are you fucking? What, like, what are we doing here? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. The pacing is definitely an issue. Um, yes. And I would say Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z is really the only show I can really put up with bad pacing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's just because I watched it when I was younger. Um, now it, I... it set the bar. It set the bar for terrible pacing. But you, yeah. you, you're you okay with it because it was all we had, Cody. That's right. Um, but so we pick up, I guess, where we left off. I don't really I guess which, is where we left off. Like I mentioned earlier, there's a horrible recap at the beginning of this that barely tells us a thing. So there's not a recap. There Again, it's like... Hey, this is where we left off. You sure? All right, well, fuck it. If you say so. Yeah, and I have... I'm going to tell you this now, guys. After we get past episode three, we're going to be a jumbled mess, and we're just going to talk about the overview, because I took notes for the first three episodes, and I fell asleep for the last nine. <laughs> well, yeah, because... like, cause, I didn't know, act. Go ahead and say it that way, because there's nothing going on. Like, we watch Bond fight the Demon King, and all they do is, like punch each other and walk back and forth. They're like two rock'em sock'em robots for like the last three episodes. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, so like I said, we pick up where we left off. Uh, we got Bond. He's still in purgatory looking for Meliodas' mm-hmm. emotions. I get so sure. emotional, babe. So we got that. And then you got our boy King. Mm-hmm. Derriere. Sariel yeah. and Tarmiel of the mm-hmm. Archangels. And they're chasing after Esterosa, and who has captured Elizabeth, which I don't even remember him capturing Elizabeth, but he's got her. He's got the darkness going crazy on him. 
Mm-hmm. And then we got Gother and Hawk in pursuit of them who are in pursuit of him. But they're like trying to like not get note. I don't, I don't even know what's going on here. Yeah, first. sounds great. <laughs> and then we got uh, Ludociel, who is Ludociel the Archangel, and Margaret merged into like a a female male. I I don't know what this this Archangel thing is, but they're there. Uh, we got Merlin, Yul Thunder, mm-hmm. Escanor, and Hendrickson. Um, they're and they're heading down like this elevator to into this darkness which i think is actually in like castle camelot mm-hmm. um, yeah because i know that's where everything with um i remember seeing zelda sitting on the throne at yes. one point and like that's yeah. where meliodas meliodas is like in his little cocoon like absorbing. Yep, that is at camelot yeah that, everything like camelot's just the shit show um yes very much so and then we basically have these three moments kind of going on at all and then we kind of, you know, soap opera style, we kind of switch back and forth between all the fighting. Uh, you got, and of course, Zeldris isn't alone. He's got Cusack and Chandler, his little demon pals, who are mm-hmm. apparently, like, the oldest demons of all time. They're the strongest, but of course, I mean, they can't be the strongest. I, I feel like they're not the strongest because they die pretty easily here. Um, but yeah, so yep. we, we got that fight going on. So it's these three against Merlin, and everybody else. Um, meanwhile, Bond's, you know, making his way through Purgatory, and he's fighting this demon. And, like, we see Bond, he's, like, starting to, like, turn into, like, a, a monster himself, which really doesn't matter because he can just, like, prevent it. But he's been fighting with this demon for, like, hundreds of years, supposedly, or, like, so many years. Yeah, because... It, and, and like the, the the time issue like made no sense because like in I don't know like in Purgatory what was it like they've been there for a thousand years but like it, it's still the same day yeah. in present time yeah which is okay but like what I'm fine with that honestly the thing I'm not fine with is like he's been fighting those demons so many times and then suddenly the demon's just like oh by the way I'm Meliodas here I am what I'm like <laughs> uh, okay cool. yeah if you say so. Got it. So, you know, we we got the boys are back together. Um, and that's pretty much where episode one ends. Uh, then episode two, they're just journeying, chit-chatting, killing demons down there. They're making clothes and eating their flesh. And, of course, we see somebody watching from the shadows, Chris. And this is wild. <laughs> wild. God damn. Fucking my man, Hog Wild. I love it. Yeah, and he is Hawk's older brother. We find out Hawk's real name is Mild. You got mild and wild. It's like, which I guess it's funny because you've got hog wild, and because he's a pig, sausage, mild sausage. Whoosh, does that hat take ten gallons? Yeah. Ah uh, man. And uh, basically, this guy is like, oh, you know, I'll lead you to the demon king as long as you help me find my brother. And of course, they put two and two together because he looks just like Hawk. Like he looks- yeah, because I mean, they're the only. I, I guess they're the only two of this pig species that exist. Yeah, other than Hawk's mom, who I don't even know what yep. happened to her either. I haven't seen her. They, in- they show her. They show her like briefly, and it's like, oh, she's still there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I must have fallen asleep while watching that part. Yeah, um, yeah. If you if you blinked, you would have missed it. Truthfully. Okay. Um. Well, yeah. Basically, they agree to work together, and uh, they start heading towards uh the Demon King. Yep. Meanwhile, Zelda's fight still going on with Merlin and the others. Um, yep, because there's a, there's a good like 
these first couple episodes, like I like that. I like Escanor fights. Like that's literally all I'm on board for anymore in this show. Um, and we they, we use all that up in the in the episodes we're talking about right now because he's fighting Cusack. He fights Zeldris for a little bit, and like I want to say, I forget what happens, but basically they pretty much blot out the sun or any sort of sunlight, so yeah, I he think can't. It's it's dark out, so I think he just runs yeah. out of energy. Um, yep. And so it's pretty much like, all right, well, there goes the the coolest character here. And the strongest fucking guy, like, in the show. Like, the most powerful guy in the show is now just out. Yeah. And I don't think he even gets his power back for the rest of the show. We do not see him. We just see him in scrawny-ass butler bartender mode for pretty much the rest of the season. Yep. And then the next episode, we get some backstory. Kind of like Meliodas, Bond, and them are just chatting. Mm -hmm. Um and he reveals, you know, Zeldris like had this love interest named was it? yeah. The, Gilda. The, I hate Gilda. when they just make shit up like this. Yeah, Art Gilda, not to be confused with Gila, right? Which I'm surprised we even remembered her name because she shows up for one second in this entire anime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he has like this love interest that's part of the vampires, and mm. when Meliodas kind of like betrayed the commandments and the demons, and like went with Elizabeth, and like sins and started the holy war and all that blah 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 it caused Meliodas sucks he start he's caused all of oh this. everything is Meliodas's fault and like him watching elizabeth die over and over again everything is literally his fault and i don't feel bad for him one bit so, yeah not uh, anymore nope fuck yeah, that guy do not care um but basically when he betrayed the demon race the demon king one of like the mm-hmm. missions, they they kind of started cutting ties with anybody that would like even a hint of betrayal. And of course, there was like some some sort of betrayal going on with the vampire race and the demons. So he was basically of course there was yeah. So he told Zeldris, "Hey, go out, kill all of them." And of oh, course, oh, that's oh. Zeldris's love interest. So instead of killing them, he like kills some of them, and then he takes like the king of the vampires and Gilda and a few others, and he seals them. Rather than killing them against his father's will, uh, <laughs> then we fast forward 3,000 years, Chris, when the commandments first awakened, or I guess second awakened, like when we saw him in season three. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Zeldris goes to check the seal. Seal's been broken. Old man outside's like, yeah, all the vampires died. Well, then we fast forward again, Chris. <laughs> no, and, please and we don't. See this brief moment of like evil Meliodas telling Zeldris. Hey, I'll free, you know, old girl. And I resealed her in another spot. And uh, if you keep up your end of the bargain, like to help him get the commandments to become the Demon King, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Then he will, uh, you know, he'll he'll show him where Gilda really is and she's alive and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure, Chris. And that is where my notes come to a close. <laughs> From here... Well, the- well, like, well, because truth be told, like, there really isn't much else that happens beyond that. Because now, like, really for the rest of the show, what happens is Bon and Meliodas are trying to get out of Purgatory. And they end up having to fight, I guess, like, I don't know if this is like the actual Demon King or like a visage of the Demon King. So, and because they, they got to get past him to get it back into the present. Um, but then we cut over to to King, and he gets this fucking rockadoodle haircut because he's like because he's like unlocked his true power as the the fairy king, and like it's just a whole lot of bullshit that keeps happening, and yeah. none of it makes sense. 
Yeah, and I guess the easiest way is to break it down is we'll just talk about Bon and Meliodas. So they go with mm-hmm. Wild to fight the Demon King. They're pretty much no mm-hmm. match because Meliodas is only like his emotions. It's not like mm-hmm. they can't do like all of his cool fancy tricks until later when he just can do them for some reason. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, it's like he can't help Bond fight monsters in the de- or in Purgatory, but he can like suddenly get like these shadow powers against. I I don't know, dude. I don't even care. Basically, they're fighting him. And Meliodas is like, look, I'll stay behind, and you guys, because the, the door is behind the Demon King. Like, he's, mm-hmm. like, guarding the door to get back to the real world. He's like, oh, here, I'll I'll stay here and distract him. You guys go on ahead. Yep. And they, so Bond sneaks through, or gets through the door. I'm like, Bond, you just went to Purgatory to get these emotions back, and you're going to return without the emotions? I'm like, whatever. And they figure out a way. Bond gets through. Goes back to the real world. Meliodas stays behind to like fight his dad. Um, that's pretty much all that happens here in Purgatory for now. Um, eventually, Meliodas, you know, he's gonna make his way back. Chris, we know the ending of all these fights before they could even pretend to begin. Yeah, it, this. If there was any season that was beyond predictable, it's definitely this one. Oh yeah. Um, and then I guess we'll next we'll focus on. The fight going on with, you know, King and Estherosta, because uh, yep. they, ca- they catch up to Estherosta. He's like losing his fucking mind. Uh, yeah, because because he's not he was all he's not really Estherosta. He's the Archangel. What's his name? M- Mari Mirai? Mael. Mael. Pretty much yes. Michael without the C. Yes. <laughs> I, I I don't know why. <laughs> like, I, maybe yeah. It's like. He I, was I, never a commandment. He was always Mael, who was like... Yeah, we get this huge, like, backstory dump from Gother, who is already the most confusing character in the world. Dude, dude, I was just scratching my fucking head. Every time Gother comes on the screen, I'm just like, oh shit, I'm about to be lost again. Because, like, they they spent two seasons explaining that this Gother is just a doll created in the image of, like, a demon... But like Gother's an old actual Gother's this old man, but then like Gother knows everything about fucking everybody for some reason, and it's just like whatever, dude. Sure. And Gother like <laughs> is a doll that bleeds. I'm like, what? how? What? How, Cody? I'm like this this doll doesn't have bones, but it bleeds. It doesn't have muscle tissue, but it or veins or you know, yep. gets its eyeball knocked out. I'm like, it, it can. Yeah. It's a doll. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's like it, it's like almost the writers forget like what the characters they're creating are. But it turns out Gother in the past did some forbidden spell. Of course he did. To turn because when Meliodas betrayed the demon race, it caused mm-hmm. an imbalance of light and darkness. So they took Of course it did. Myel. Why they took Myel, I really don't know. They just chose Myel and they made him into Estorosa and they yeah. like he re replaced everyone's memories. So like Everything with Estherosa is not real, so it, obviously all our characters like find this out at once. Yeah, the people of the white delegation take Colin Powell. <laughs> and like Mia Mile is like breaking out of Estherosa, like he's starting to become his true quote unquote self, um, which is causing like Ludociel to freak out. You know, all of our characters that know mm-hmm. uh, Estherosa are remembering their Mile memories, so. Yeah, we got that happening. Yeah, <laughs> he comes back and he's once he's back in his full form, he's pretty pissed off because 
seems like he's been he kind of got the short end of the stick here um because like he was I, I don't know he had like a decent life it seemed like but he of course he was also in love with elizabeth and elizabeth chose meliotis and then oh, he, of course, he had of to be the one that got like turned into Estarosa, like, he, he, he's got the short end of the stick, so he's pretty pissed off, so he's attacking King and Gother and everybody, um, eventually we get to a point where our girl Derriere comes up with this great plan to have Tarmio and Sariel, or whoever they are, to hold him in place, and she'll beat him up until he's at the brink of death. Yeah, while, makes perfect sense. Yeah, I'm in. While Gother looks for the sin, or the, uh, commandments that are inside of him to remove him from him. That way he'll, like, return to his regular self. So they're doing this. Everybody agrees. Plan's working great. And then, like, Tariel, the three-headed dude, just starts crying for some reason. Yeah. He's just like, I'm it. too weak. And then, like, just stops helping. <laughs> and, and so, which causes Derriere, him, and Sariel to all get killed. Like, actually killed for now until, mm -hmm. you know, Elizabeth will just show up in five seconds and be like, oh, revive power. Cool. All right. I collected all the Dragon Balls three times, guys. Here we go. <laughs> that fast? I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... Yeah, so they they fight, and then eventually, you know, Gother and Mike Mael have, like, this heart-to-heart -heart talk with, like... Mm -hmm. I don't even know what's happening in the real world, or, like, subconsciously, but they're talking, and... And he's like, oh, I'll just be a good guy now. Yep, everything's, yeah. everything will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's part of the group. He's just hanging out with the gang now. Yep. He's like, oh, I just killed my two Archangel brothers. Rip. Sorry about you. Yep. But I'll be good now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I was just I was just fooling. I was just goofing. Yeah, which is... Th I mean, I'm, this is why I didn't take any more notes, because I just didn't care. I'm like, I, this is so fucking... The storytelling is so bad. And, like, it... I already didn't care about the Archangels when they got introduced. Now I really don't and, care. And, like, I just keep caring less and less. And then, like... So now they, like, all agree to become one... Or become like their own team, you know. They form another alliance, and then they make their way towards the Zeldris and Meliodas and the Cocoon. And at some point, King gets his little makeover thing. Yeah, he gets the Rockadoodle haircut, man. Yeah, which I mean, King's had like seven different forms. Dude, uh, yeah, he was fat, then he was a kid. Now he's fucking Rockadoodle. Like, what's going on here? I'm saying he was Harley Quinn. Now he's no one ever calls him that ever again. Like, mm-hmm. Deanne shows up, so she's there. Um, oh, so she's there, you know. <laughs> literally, that's all she's there to do is just to be there. Uh, they make their way towards Zeldris. The Zeldris fight um, eventually gets to a point where Cusack and Chandler fuse into each other to become mm -hmm. like the original the demon. The original demon, yeah. They become the OG. Boy, does he look stupid as fuck. Boy, howdy. He looks like one of those things. He looks like a like a, a lino from Legend of Zelda. <laughs> But with like a Staphos head, not a Staphos, but the uh, the Dark Nut. Like if they took the upper body of a Dark Nut and put it onto a Lion-O, you've got the OG demon. Yeah, and so of course he's causing problems. Um, eventually they get out of like this darkness bubble that they're in. Mm -hmm. and then they're fighting with Zeldris. All the others show up. And so Miael and Zeldris start fighting. Um. What else happens? Uh, fuck, what's her name, Chris? Merlin. Merlin yeah, does this, like, crazy time, like, 12 minutes, and then 
she can stop the cocoon from continuing. Like where yeah, it, she yeah. It's Meliodas is in there and he's absorbing commandments. Mm-hmm. They want to stop that from happening, so they do that. Or they don't do that. Excuse me. Merlin starts this thing. You got twelve minutes. Eventually gets to five minutes. You know, like, and everybody's fighting to protect Merlin. And fuck, what else happens, Chris? Oh, uh, Ludosiel separates himself from Margaret, so mm-hmm. Margaret and Gilthunder can get out of there because they should have really never been there in the first place. And then, like, Hendrickson wants to offer his body to Ludosiel as a vessel. I don't know why mm-hmm. Ludos- Ludosiel can't like just be a person on his own. Or yeah, I don't care. Like, I I just don't care. Um, <laughs> truthfully, so like, there's probably like a reasoning behind that that they talked about in the previous season. I don't remember it, and uh, I know you don't, so... <laughs> nope. Um, but yeah, they're, they're fighting, you know, of course, Merlin's little plan actually works. They're like, they're like, oh, cool, we stopped the cocoon. Then we see the back of the cocoon, and there's just a giant cut in it, and it turns out Zeldris had already freed Meliodas from the cocoon. I don't. Sure. Yep. But But it's like, and then, like, at this point, like, this is where... Meliodas is out now out of the cocoon, but he's like dad for Meliodas. <laughs> All he's missing is like the cargo shorts and the new balance. Like he's just yeah. straight up dad mode. Yeah, he's got the grill fired up outside. Um, That's right. Loves talking politics on a Sunday afternoon. And then like, of course, Bond comes back and he like meets with the others for a brief second. He's like, all right, I got to go help Meliodas because like his emotions are sort of back yep. but they're sort of not I back it's so emotional baby that's right chris and uh so... there's only one moment here cody and, I'm, and we're approaching that moment where i think something that i don't want to happen is going to happen because dad mode meliotis is looks like he's getting ready to kill hawk and i'm like please no don't do it but thankfully he doesn't do it isn't it because Bond shows up like just in Bond time? shows up just in the nick of time? Yeah, and then of course Dad mode Meliodas is actually like his dad talking through Meliodas's body, sort of. Yeah. I because like their emotions are still fighting in purgatory. Chris, what? <laughs> we are just this is just pure. Dog We've jumped shit. the shark here. We have jumped <laughs> the shark, and then. We pretty much just see Bon and Dad Meliodas slash Demon King slash fifty commandments yep. turn into like twelve different forms that I don't care about. Like he turns into like a, a stone mask at one point, and I'm like, Yeah, what are we doing? Like, what is what are we actually just in the anime? Just beat this guy, save the town, get the crown, roll and, credits, please God, just roll credits. Instead, they just keep wasting time, like. I, like I just yep. don't, I don't care, man. I just don't. And like, yeah, they're definitely so, taking the long way around because, like I said, we get the next couple episodes. Like, it basically, like the fight between Dad Meliodas and Bond is just two rock'em sock'em robots. They're just, they're just like punching and blocking and punching and blocking. Er, and he punches him in the gut. Oh no, it, it's just so bad. Yeah, and, like, everybody else is pretty much exhausted. And then, like, you see them, like, spiritually go to Meliodas's emotions. <laughs> yeah, you, you, emotional, baby. Yeah, you, you heard that right, guys. Spiritually go and be with Meliodas's emotions. 
It was so fucking like, stupid. Like I had to, Can I go ahead and just say that out loud? I that was, was like, the dumbest fucking part. I, Cody, I'm surprised you didn't hear my eyes rolling. Like, the spirits are talking with the emotions. I'm like, what? What? Just, <laughs> just emotion Meliodas. Jump through the Demon King door. You're literally faster. This guy is literally like the size of Galactus. <laughs> like, just yeah. run under his feet. <laughs> like, you're fine. You can totally do it. You can totally make it. Yeah, and then, um, you know, so their but fight... But you get so emotional, baby. That's right, and their fight continues, uh, you know, and eventually Bond lands some, like, final blow, and then, of course, he wakes up, and he's real Meliodas. Of course he is. Cool. And then credits roll immediately, Chris, and I was like, Thank oh. God. Dude, I was like, oh, no, there's more. I did, Dude, I had no idea there was going to be more episodes. I was like, all right, give me like a three minutes with like Jericho and the guy that Ray Chase plays and like Gila and the other giant lady. Like, let's put a bow on this thing and let's end this shit show. But then I find out there's 12 more episodes, Chris. No. I was like, no. No. Like, please, no. Because, you know, they can't just have 12 more episodes where like we're just ending this war and, like, everybody's okay. You know there's going to be another fight. I mean, they're really fighting Jesus and Moses in the next... Oh, yeah. In the next Of course, arc. of course. Um, I'm, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for the... Uh, I'm ready for the Bible Wars. Well, like, I'm, like, what else is there to do? Like, we've killed the Demon King. We've killed... All the commandments yeah. are just good guys, so it doesn't even matter. Like, Yeah, we're good. Like, we nailed it. Show's yeah, over. Because even, like, Zeldris even starts helping, like, be a good guy at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, awesome. We did, we did it. We got there, boys. Yeah, and that is part one of, what is this called? Dragon's something? Dragon's Judgment. Seven Deadly Sins. Dragon's Judgment. I have no judging idea. Judging very hard. I don't know what dragon was even involved. I guess Meliodas is the dragon sin? Sure. Um, but yeah, man, that is that is the first 12 episodes. Very... Horribly explained, but you know that's that's just the way the show goes. Uh, Honestly, I think I think we did a fantastic job explaining it. So now you don't have to watch it. We walk so you can run. That is right, Chris. Um, but yeah. So all in all, I thought it was pretty bad. I thought it started off yeah decent. Um, the animation was good. The intros and outros were good, like you mentioned. Um, mm -hmm. but I just don't care anymore. I literally just I don't care. And usually I'm a person that, like I've watched plenty of like. You know, long anime. I mm -hmm. usually am pretty invested. Not here. Yeah, I'm just not. I just don't. I don't. Care. Yeah. Like they just they they were on such a great trajectory in season one. Like I love season one. I want to make no bones about that. I think season one of Seven Deadly Sins is a tier. It is fantastic. Excellent. Excellent and, from start to finish. I even, love it. Even like the little four episode season two. Uh, that they had, where, like, Bon and Meliodas fight, and, like, they have their... Mm -hmm. The best fight of the anime by far. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, I'll, like, I'll, I'll concede to that, absolutely. Like, season three, there's Escanor, and mm -hmm. then you meet the commandments, but you, you, you kind of fight them, and then you don't, and then... I mean... And then season four and five, it's just, like, all the commandments are just becoming good guys, like... Mm-hmm. It's like, can't anybody, like, have a backbone in this show and, like, just... Stand up for what they believe in. Yeah, if you want to be a bad guy, just be a fucking bad guy, man. That's We're not going to judge you. Yeah, like, no one's... There's so much, like, forgiveness. It's like, oh, well, you know, Hendrickson, he, he said he was sorry. You know, like... And Did you not see season one? Boy, Gil he Thunder's was ready to like, just kill like, all of you. Yeah, Gil Thunder's like, well, I mean, you only killed my dad. Like, I can forgive you. Yeah. yeah I, yes. I you know you. what? 
water under the bridge at this yeah, point. Yeah, you imprisoned my lover, Margaret. <laughs> you killed my father. Framed the seven deadly sins. And everybody's just like, that's ah, okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with my gut on this one. You're a pretty okay guy, Hindi. Dude, it's just, like, I, I don't know. And there's no way the manga is, like, I'm sure the manga is better than the anime, but there's no way the manga, like, they've divulged this far from the manga. Mm-hmm. Like, the show just has bad writing. And, like, if you're a fan yeah. of the show, this is not the podcast for you. I can tell you that now. Cause yeah. Um, we are not, very, we do not pull the punches on this show. Yeah, uh, like if it sucks, it sucks. You know, and look, I get it. There's people that are in, like I am all about being invested in characters and wanting to see their story through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think this like this show is just so all over the place. Like, yep, <laughs> I don't know. Like they they've successfully made me stop caring about these relatively interesting characters. Yeah, because like I remember, we were we thought Bond and King were like awesome. Escanor was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, even like Jericho, which we don't even see her anymore. And yeah, uh, and and Cody, what about my man Arthur? What the fuck happened to Arthur? Chris, I couldn't even. Is he dead? Did, did he die? Did he just get the dignity of an off-screen death? I, dude, I, did he die on screen? I don't remember. That's how much I. That's how much I stopped caring. Yeah, I like I honestly I don't remember. I legit don't remember the fate of oh, my favorite here, character here in is. the show. Cusack forces Arthur to stab himself in the heart with Excalibur. Okay. Cool. I don't remember that. So he killed him. But no, Cus- don't remember that, but Cusack I guess... Cusack uh... forced him to stab himself, so there you go. Oh, I see. So now it's okay for a character to just stay dead. Got it. Right. Uh, yeah, you gotta get the Namekian Dragon Balls. Uh, cause That's right. Because they're, right. they're in Camelot, you gotta... You know, summon Perunga instead of Shinron. Makes uh, perfect sense. But yeah, enough Dragon Ball Z references, Chris. That is that. Um, now, Chris, we, let's let's put that to bed for now because we don't got to watch Seven Deadly Sins for at least one and a half. A few months. more months. Yeah, um, but we do got our big one-year episode coming up next week, guys. Um, yeah, yeah, and that'll be exciting because it is going to be a bit of a different format, right? We're going to be just kind of reviewing our rankings and talking about ones that because there's some that you know I've watched that I think I might like a little bit more, and there's some that I, I there's some that we've watched that still very much resonate with me. Again, I'm I'm speaking specifically to something like Promised Neverland, mm-hmm. um, so I actually can't wait to to go over the kind of reflect and maybe move some stuff around now that we're kind of a little bit more removed from them. Yeah, and we'll probably go through, you know, show by show and, you know, just spend a couple minutes talking about each one. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, talk about, like, you know, what, you know, maybe like our top five shows or movies we want to watch next year. I think things yeah. we're looking forward to. All that fun stuff that usually comes with, like, a, a little anniversary celebration. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and I think I'm going to have to go on the hunt for these these nat- natty seltzers for next week's episode. Like we got to have a good drink for a good episode, right? Oh, absolutely. I'll be I'll be scouring. I'll hit up Friar Tux. I'll hit up the Hot Spot liquor store. I'll hit them all. Oh, love that. Um, but of course, Chris, we're going to have our our poll for our first show that we're going to be covering. Uh, yes. I wanted to say next year, but it's just our next. You know, it's for, next season, effectively, right? Yeah. For uh, Shonen and Suds season two. Yeah, which I technically already started, which I kind of regret. I started season uh-huh. two for us when the new year struck, and I was like, well, uh-huh. 
And then I just kind of rolled fair. with it, but I mean... No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm I'm okay with going calendar year versus, you know, episode year. It's fine. Yeah, it's technically... It, it will be a new a new year for us, though. We've been doing yeah. this for a full year almost. Um, yeah, absolutely. But Chris... It's exciting, like, and obviously we thank everybody who's stuck along with us, for sure. Like, I, I love it. I, and I've... It's, again, I can't say enough. It, it's been nice to reconnect with something that I actually enjoyed a lot when I was younger. And I, the older I got, the more detached I kind of got from it. Because I don't know, maybe it's just, maybe I just didn't like, maybe it's just, maybe it's me being a boomer, right? And like, I don't know, this shit's not as good, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you guys for, for tuning in and all the downloads. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with that all being said, we got a new uh, poll. Uh, Chris, you want to yeah. read off your uh, your nominations first here? Yes, absolutely. So we're going to start with one I haven't seen that I've been wanting to watch. Um, it's on Netflix, uh, Pacific Rim The Black. It's an anime series, obviously, based in the world of the two movies, Pacific Rim, which I very much enjoy, clearly influenced by your kaiju movies and Evangelion. Like, I feel like somebody just took Godzilla and Evangelion and just mixed it together. And they were like, oh, fuck it. Here you go. Here's Pacific Rim. So the Pacific Rim Black, there's one season on Netflix, that one. And, of course, uh, my other nominee for one I have seen, it's All Reliable, Tried and True, Trigun. I need something. That's right. So, you know, for those who like Cannon Busters and have not seen Trigun, take note, because this is how you do a Western anime. Yeah, until those uh, last three episodes, but yeah. Okay, look, listen. I will. I will. Maybe not the last three. Basically, basically from the moment where Wolfwood's story ends, which is I think the episode before last. Okay. Yeah, I think it's like twenty five, twenty six is where I was just. Yeah, like, basically after you know, you know what, fuck it. Spoilers. It, it Trigun is twenty fucking years old. If you haven't seen it, that's on you. The after Nicholas D. Wolfwood dies, that's when the show just kind of sucks. Like, that last two episodes, you're like, bleh. Yeah, it's like, what way, where are we going here? Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, so Pacific Rim and Trigun for your choices. I am going to mm-hmm. nominate, uh, for the one I haven't seen, I'm going to nominate Persona 5. Ooh. Uh, obviously, like, an award-winning RPG series, um, mm-hmm. which we believe does tell the story at least a portion of the story of the yep. video game. Um, and then for the one I have seen, I'm going to nominate High School of the Dead. It is a full-on fan service everywhere. Oh, uh, man. Story about uh, a zombie outbreak. And these nice. these teenagers are at school when it, when it all starts hitting the fan. And I mean, it's just their adventure. And it's actually like a really good story. Uh, mm-hmm. At least I, a very enjoyable like story. It's <laughs> the fan service is just the distraction from like all the cool oh, stuff that's no. going on. Because like there's not many good zombie anime. Um, there really isn't. I, least, I genuinely can't think of any. At least not that I've seen. I've heard there's some good manga. Um, mm-hmm. but, you know I'm I'm lazy. I don't want to read. Uh, <laughs> so we're, those are reading. Those, that shit's for school, dog. That's right. Those are our choices for next week, guys. So if you want to vote, you can always go to our Twitter or. And uh, which at Shonen and Suds, mm-hmm. like I said, the choices one more time: Pacific Rim, The Black, Trigun, High School of the Dead, and Persona Five. I'm excited to watch any of these. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. And if Pacific Rim wins, I'm definitely going to try to watch the movies because I've actually never seen the movies. Uh, oh, man, they're so good. The second one's a little loose. I mean, it, it, it's, it's not John Boyega's fault. Like, I think John Boyega does the best he can with a very shoddy... They, they stretched for the sequel. The first one, though, fucking top shelf. Top shelf. Okay. Well, then I'll definitely at least watch the first one. Um, yeah, at least watch the first one. I don't hate the second one, but it's like, okay, fine. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, guys, but that's, Chris, that's all I got for this episode. I know we were kind of, we, we're we pretty brief when we want to talk about Seven Deadly Sins, mostly because we're just doing it. It's more like a chore than an enjoyment, really. It was definitely a chore, and I, I didn't enjoy it. Like, I genuinely, but I love the outro, or the intro, love the outro, fucking hated the 22 minutes in between. Yep, and we get to cover 12 more episodes in a movie at least sometime. God knows. And and again, I can't stress enough. I the sh- the first season is so good. It is so good, but then they just take a fucking swan dive into shitsville. <laughs> yeah, absolutely awful. All right, guys. Well, that will do it for this week on Shonen and Suds. I know it's a shorter episode. We're actually going to be moving back our record times to that way we because next week we'll probably have a longer episode. Um, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. also, well, you've also got your, you know, card game, nerd, nerd, nerd hobbies are back in full swing. People, game stores are opening back up so people can go do their stuff. And Cody, I know you got locals on Tuesdays, bud. That's right, Chris. I am, uh, I'm going to be, as soon as we get done here, I'm heading straight there and, uh, yeah, we'll be moving Flinging over. the cardboard. Um, but, but yeah, guys, once again, just thank you all for all the downloads. I know we already passed, I think we're closing in on like 1,200 downloads. Oh, and we, beautiful. We just passed 1,000, which, I mean, I'm not... Not that the numbers are like a really matter to us. We kind of just do this for fun. Um, but it is cool to see, you know, the response. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We, we're, we're not overly like weaved out. You know, and I know people love anime. Some people like anime. It, it's fucking serious business for them. Like this is what they love. And I love that people love the things they love. Absolutely. And if we were, but too, I also... if we, if we were too harsh on seven deadly sins, we are not sorry. Yeah, I've been, I've been, we've been harsh on a lot of things, like even things that I liked when I was younger. That I'm like, I don't know, this shit's not that good anymore. Um, but like the things you like, but also like realize that like we're, I'm at least me, I'm looking at a lot of this stuff through a very casual lens, Mm -hmm. and it's like if if it does not interest me, I'm I'm gonna make it known. It fucking sucks, which is what two through five of seven deadly sins does. It fucking (laughs) sucks. Sorry, it fucking sucks. That is right. Um, but yeah, just for some some quick housekeeping, guys, if you want to follow us, you can catch us on Twitter and Facebook, at Shonen and Suds. Um, and yeah, that's all I got. I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Can't wait to, for next week. I get so emotional, baby. <laughs> <laughs>